from the city that has always been the epicenter of music. The established, the current, and the risers of the true soul of Memphis. This is the Memphis Reverb. It was radio that brought us together, and it was radio that kept us alive. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited about part two of this interview, and, and this is basically the part two of Why Not, but low-key in the house. Demetrius, low-key Yancey is in the house, yeah. and uh, we go way back in our radio days before Why Not, uh, so mm-hmm. we have a lot to discuss there, <laughs> uh, but where the music's going, what's up next, and more importantly, we just reminisce. Uh, it's all in this episode of the Memphis Reverb. You ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Memphis Reverb. Made in Memphis. This is the Memphis Reverb. Yeah, as promised, this is basically part two of our discussion with Why Not, uh, because I, in my humble opinion, and 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 Why Not's probably going to like throw the people's elbow at me when I say this, but if it wasn't for this guy, Why Not wouldn't be here. Ah, why not? It's true. I mean, it's true. Bro, look. I'm going to call you his producer. I'm going to call you his (laughs) muse because, quite honestly, when you two got together, Demetrius Yancey in the house, by the way, low key. What's going on? Uh, When you two get together, and I can see this in the video, it's even portrayed in videos when you guys are actually doing music. Right. That there is something between you two. Whatever it may be, telekinesis, I don't know what it is. You guys read each other really well, and it starts translating into some really, really strong magic in music. Man, look, all I can say about that, you know, yeah, that's my guy. Like, we we 100% like yeah. brothers. Like, he, we played together, like, musically like together, uh, he played piano. I played drums. Mm-hmm. We played at churches for like twenty years almost together. When I was sixteen, I'm like thirty three now, about to be thirty three. Right. So it's like him playing with him, like yeah, playing behind him, like him on the keys and me on the drums. You start understanding where yeah, going. yeah. It, you 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 really understand that. Mm-hmm. Like when you put feeling into it, mm-hmm. and he understands a lot about feelings. Like you can tell. Through his music, he yeah. put a lot of emotions in it. It's like concept writing. That's the way we write. Like we write, we concept write. Okay. Like we just don't put a track out there. I'll make a track or, you know, we'll both collab on a track together. And he was like, man, what's going to be on that? So it might not happen that night. Yeah. The next night, like, or that next day or a week or a month, we'll write some. But when Blessings came. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> like, bro. I it's had, a little vindication. I had chill bumps on my arm, man. So I remember the day, and and when I call you Why Not's producer, you're like his everything in in that regard. You're a producer, you're a writer, you're you're uh you help uh, you know basically manage him to a point because and when the reason why I say manager at that at that level is because he didn't bring me the record, you did. And this was, God, how many years ago? Five, six years six ago? Years almost. Ago, five, six years almost ago. Almost seven. Yeah. And so uh, you're like, hey, man, I got this this track. And and at that time, I was doing a show called Newbie Online. Right. right? And <laughs> and I had pawned that off to Misty. I God bless Misty. Misty. Because What's up, Misty? Yeah. Shout out to Misty. <laughs> Shout out to like, Misty. I love her. Little she, sus. I threw that at her. And I was like, so you're going to do this show because I don't want to do it anymore. Right. Basically is what it boiled down to. And uh, because I, it's not like I didn't like it. 
It's that I just didn't have time to do it. No, you didn't. You know, and I, if there was one thing that I wanted Newbie Online to be was this show. This show, yeah. <laughs> we talked about that before that happened. Like, right. hey, man, I got the show, man. And Newbie it's Online. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. awesome. Yeah. And we're going to do long form go- interviews yeah. and stuff like that. We're going to play music, sure, but, you know, we're going to really get down to the point. Yeah, board. we got this contest. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, right. I'm like, wow. So, yeah, and it started out as the Newbie Online was basically like a hit it or quit it kind of thing. Right. You know, and uh, you, you brought blessings to me. And, and I immediately was in love. Now, what was that? What else was going on at the time was, um, Aloe Black was yeah. real big. And so wake me up, you know, country kind of yep. like flair. Yes, to it was. It. And, but what blessings was, in my opinion, was what Aloe Black was trying to do <laughs> <laughs> with wake me up. I mean, I appreciate that. Man. You know, that's because it was very, it was very, you could feel the raw emotion. And, right. and we talked to, to, to why not about it. And, 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 and that's, that is what it is. But what was it about that record and about the records then after that? Because you started, I don't want to say you niched a little bit, but you fell into like a vein between you and, and, and why not? You know, it wasn't, you know, necessarily like, oh, you, 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 you one trick ponied it. But you fell into a little vein, you know, yeah. was that by design? Was that by choice or? Um, see, we go with, we go with feeling mm-hmm. like music is emotion. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's emotions that you can describe only through music is the way you can describe it. Right. And with blessings, blessings came about like, Man, we was up for like 20... Okay, let me just tell you this story. This shit is cool. Like, this is the coolest story ever. So, we go to the guitar center. Why not? I had a, you know, acoustic guitar he had in the, in the shop. He had got some new screens. And, I mean, strings and stuff put on it. I'm talking straight Memphis. But um, anyway... <laughs> uh, right. This yeah, is I Memphis Reaver. I know, right? right. We Come understand. On. Straight Memphis. All day. Mason, Tennessee... Matter of fact, birthplace. Yeah, they know what's up. <laughs> Country too. But um We got there for barbecue. Right. What you said? Yeah. Chicken. Chicken. You know that's, where the, that's where the real that's where it real is. Right. So um why not from the country too? So yeah. I mean, yeah, we both from the country. So um he went and got the guitar, mm-hmm. got it, man. We went home. Like my wife was pissed. I was like, I stayed at this man, this man house in the studio. We was in the studio for like 24 hours. Yeah. Like he solid. got, I'm talking about solid. And in those 24 hours, we created like six tracks and Blessings was one of them. Mm-hmm. And when I first heard Blessings, like I did Blessings, oh my God. It was like, something was missing. I did it earlier that day without the guitar. Yeah. So when he put that, I was like, oh man, that, that's, he had just got the guitar that day. Yeah. So it, it happened like that. Mm. So it was a feeling. And then he was up. He stood up. He was like, man, you think I should take it go- gospel? I like, man, it's not really gospel, bro. Like, it's 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 your feeling. Like, what you're yeah. saying? Like, I mean, it, I said, you, is that, it's not going to put you in a though, box. We, we, yeah. Okay. So you, you kind of took the word out of my mouth because you, after, what, four weeks of doing this, what I've started noticing with a lot of Memphis musicians, especially, is that don't put me in a box. Right. Don't put you know? me in no box. Yeah. Um, Jay Ruffin, um, a couple weeks ago, said, you know, it's hard. I have to give it a label. 
My, right. my, I have to give me a label, but I don't feel a label, you know, in the right. sense like, what am I, a rocker? Or what am I, you know, a oh my God. gospel artist? Oh my God. What, what, what the hell am I, you know? And you have to pin that on you because that's what we have dictated, I guess, as, right. as a music culture. Right. You know, um, so it, with that being said, you know, what would you classify it? You know, even yourself, what would you classify yourself? Can you? No, I mean, and is that even I, fair? I, 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 it's not fair because, okay, Prince called himself the artist because that's what they, you know, say that we are in contracts. Like right. They'll tell you that you, the artist, so and so and so, so you, for your name to be used across America, whatever, in the universe, mm -hmm. all that crap. So Prince realized that he didn't, he was really the artist. Yeah. He wasn't just Prince. Okay, Prince is a pop star. Prince was like, no. I'm, I'm, more than that. I'm more than that because he wrote a lot of hits for R&B artists, a mm -hmm. lot of hits for rock artists, a lot of hits for country. People don't understand that this man catalog like <laughs> is crazy. Right. So when he had slave on the side of his face, like that's how I, how I treated us. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. You know, I'm not either. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, but anyways, um, it's, um, but yeah, when when you have were forced to be put into a box, do do you feel like okay? Well, now I have to do that, you know? Yeah, like, because that happened to us. Like I tried to get it on ninety five point seven. Like I tried to get it on you know gospel other stations, stations yeah. yeah, other stations, and um, it was like. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't. No. I, I don't think that if it wasn't for Aloe Black, we could have gotten away with playing blessings on. The top 40 station. Yes. Like, honestly, I, I, and, and that sounds wrong. I mean, because it, it genuinely is wrong. Right. Like, I think good music, it needs to be out there. It does. Regardless. Um, however, we have to be put into a box. Yes. Unfortunately, that's the way it works. But that's what, I, that's what I was told to do. I, yeah. Like, you have to choose what, what, what are you like? Yeah. Where, he's coming out as a gospel artist? Is he's a, what is this? Like, yeah. Then now I think Ty Tripper, Ty Tribby, or somebody got something like it's like a bump. It's like a, one of those real yeah. club beats, but it's gospel. And I'm like, wow, you could have. <laughs> I had this six years ago. Yeah, right. You know, yeah. um, and does that make you frustrated at that point? I mean, because you are you had been there, you had done that, and now you're writing somewhere else. You're you're doing something completely different now. Yeah, man. It's it's. It's, it frustrates me to a point that I know that we have a lot of great, you know, talent out here that mm -hmm. don't get heard. Not unless you know somebody or somebody know you or yeah. somebody's connected to someone else. I mean, it, it sucks because Memphis is like a hotbed for talent because yeah. they have it. What would you call Memphis the hotbed of? Everything. Yeah. Rap, country, blues, yeah. soul, everything. Like this yeah. is... Like you get, I feel the same way about. Come it. on, man! Like Stax was, Stax was here. A lot of folks. I mean, the museum is still here. Don't get me wrong, and they still, you know, have recording studios around. But sure, it's like, come on, man! Like you have to really look at Memphis. A lot of great things has happened in Memphis, but it gets so bombarded because of the crime or some. Sure. Yeah, you know. But it's a lot of talented people out here mm -hmm. that get overlooked and they don't have nowhere to go. So it's kind of like with COVID now, 
it's like very tough for a lot of musicians. Yeah, I want to talk a little bit about COVID because uh, you both, uh, like I said, this is kind of part two of Why Not's uh, discussion last week. Um, but, you know, you guys were starting to pick up hot and heavy uh, with gigging and, and all that right. other stuff. And then, you know, that was in February. Right. Before the real shutdowns actually happened. I right. mean, there was scuttlebutt. There were people talking like, oh, you know, by the way, we might be closing the doors to the country and, and everything is about to, you know, shit's about to hit the fan. Mm -hmm. um, what did that do? Like, did you take a step back? Did you guys talk and we're like, okay, so what do we do now? Or was there kind of like, well, now we're just going to do this. No, we just kept writing. We keep writing, man. You mm -hmm. keep you keep pushing. Like, why not has been in the studio constantly. Like, yeah. I mean, I've been in the studio, you know, a lot of folks like, oh man, when you're going to release something, you can sing. Why won't you sing? My, yeah. my production is my passion. Like, I like music. I love music. I love sounds. I love tones. Like, that is like, it brings joy to my spirit. So, right. it's kind of like tough because I'm caught in between two words because I can <laughs> write. I can hold a little tune, but... Right. Yeah. Does, it, does it almost okay so when you are writing and, and you I don't want to say give away a, a, a track or give away an idea or something that you've written because right. you're not giving it away no uh, but when you do end up giving it to an artist mm -hmm. even even outside of why not because I know there are some other artists that you have worked with before right does it almost hurt it it it's don't, like, it, you know? it, it do to, to, a, to a certain extent because I always wanted to, you know, sing and make mm -hmm. that my profession. But once I realized like, okay, if I write and I produce, I get paid first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You get the, and then you if, get the if I'm, if, then if I'm an artist, like I can establish myself as a producer and yeah. then I can produce myself. So that's my goal is the reason for that thinking because you worked in radio you worked in behind the scenes and you saw it or yes like really? i mean don't get me wrong as a kid growing up i always everybody wanted to be michael jackson right like, period it don't matter like everybody wants to be michael jackson or do a move like him or do the moonwalk or sure. something like that so hey listen i had dangerous Come on now. Come on. On cassette. On, on, <laughs> I love what? It. Yeah. Folks don't understand. Like, <laughs> Oh, man. that I remember because it, it was my birthday that I got that, you know. And, yeah. and uh, my, my neighbor across the street, and we're going to have him on the show, and I cannot wait to, to put Ryan Williamson on. Uh, in fact, he's our next guest. Uh, spoiler cool. alert. But anyway, <laughs> he gave me the dangerous cassette. Right. And I remember he when he gave it to me, oh, I unwrapped it. And oh, my gosh. Come you on, Because we were a rock and roll family. We played, oh we played that thing so hard. We Mate. broke the tape. It was like, you know, we knew when that little skip was going to come because we'd rewound it so much. You know, we knew when that skip was in, it was like, oh, you know, I had to fast forward through it, you know, uh, you know, and it was always like the you got wind up, got wind up in the dog yeah. on tape. Oh, hell yeah. Play yeah. so many times. But yeah, I think you're right. Everybody wanted to be Michael, but. You know, can continue on because I because I <laughs> cut you off. But but what did you see then outside of that? You know, um, like maybe it wasn't I, Michael. No, it was like actually like the people around me, like my uncles, mm. like my uncle Curtis, like he played the drums for church. And, you know, you know, we got to go to church. Grandma go make sure you go to church. <laughs> hey, it don't matter. Like you get yeah. up to Sunday school, you go going to Bible class. It don't matter. Like you can be dusty as hell, but you go to church. 
For real. Yeah. So that's country living. Yeah. Um, but my uncle Curtis, I saw from a young age, my uncle Curtis and this other drummer named Wayne Boone, uh, God rest his soul. He was like, they was like gods to me. Mm. on the drums mm-hmm. like and I was like oh my god I gotta do that so it's when, weird seeing it on the other side right right, right. like when you sitting down and, and everybody's standing up on a choir singing mm-hmm. you know I could sing but I'm not looking I'm not trying to sing I'm <laughs> right. I'm sitting down looking at my Uncle Curtis playing and I'm looking at the drum I always yeah. gotta go next to the drums because that's what I love to do so that was mm-hmm. my first love so um, drumming and playing music at a young age, kind of like happened. Like mm-hmm. I realized that was the gift that God gave me. So what I really saw in myself is like, okay, I can have a talent for this mm-hmm. and I have an ear for this because I learned how to do everything by ear. Reading a little bit. Do I want to read? Yeah. <laughs> but do, does that take away the feeling? Yes, because yeah. someone else wrote it. Right. And, and you know, it's it takes away the... Oh boy, I could, I could go in on you. <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> I know it. Because I'm a music nerd. <laughs> I know you are. And you know that. Come on, no, man. No, but you're right. You're right. It does take away. It detracts because you're too worried about playing the right note as right. playing the right note. Note. Right. You know. Because what James Brown say, hey, Mr. Brown, you broke every rule in the, in, in, in music history. I, I know. He said, but it feels good. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah. I mean, right. it feels good. It's, I mean, the note is cool but it's good right and uh i think my favorite line uh of all time is is a quote from a jazz instructor that i have there's no such thing as wrong notes there's just different colored notes <laughs> right i like that <laughs> yes so true i you mean know, so, so true, true. You, can, you can put a different flair different spin what we call in the music business different color on on different the piece color on it, right uh you know based on what note you play <laughs> right sometimes it's very colorful <laughs> it's very colorful and then other times it's so uh, as blase as it is black and white that mm-hmm. it's not it doesn't have any feeling right you know there is no color there's no flair uh so let's talk about the flair. Let's talk about the the color. Let's talk about the shaping of you and the music that it is. You you said you didn't want to be in the limelight in in that front stage and that that center role, right. but on on a certain level you have to because when you're writing you're putting yourself in there. You're putting that flair. You're putting that color in. Yeah, there. I mean it's <clears throat> putting <laughs> putting myself in the limelight in that aspect. That's cool, like because I'm still the man behind the pen, mm-hmm. like, and a lot of folks forget the word behind. Like I'm still behind that pen. Yeah. If I choose to show my face, I choose to show my face, which I don't mind. Right. But to get to a level to write for an artist, say as like Usher, if I was able to write for somebody like Usher or Aloe Black or somebody like Katy Perry like you know <laughs> Katy Perry was really the thing when we yeah. was in top 40 like her 1989 album had just came out yeah. they sent all the stuff to the station all the <laughs> all types of stuff so yeah. and and that album was great too I like that album um mm-hmm. she did a great job and the producers on there was like brilliant like just coming up like I'm listening to what they doing yeah, like don't tell writers. her that she doesn't think that but but she don't no but oh my god well that's one of your best albums. <laughs> if, I, if I'm not mistaken, it is. Highest grossing. Highest grossing, if I'm not mistaken. So, Katie, it's okay. We love it as yeah. as fans. So, yeah. But um, it's just, man, it's, it's hard to explain how 
Okay, it's really not. WDIA on Saturdays at my grandmother's house. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about playing, like, just while she cleaning up. Yeah. You know, Tana Five Wrestling was on. Yeah. Jerry Lawler. Shout out, Jerry Lawler. <laughs> uh, it's, um... It was a lot of things, man. That, that was Memphis. You know what I mean? Come on, man. <laughs> come on now. Memphis is hell, you right, know? Right. Like, so. The clean uh, version. Right. <laughs> so. Um, we can cuss on this thing. I just choose not to. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, because we're so used to being. Yes. Yes. Right. Right. But um, my grandmother and my, 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 my music selection from my father. And my step, my stepfather, my stepfather's name, Keith, Keith Westbrook. Uh, he used to play Bobby Womack all the time. Mm. Like I'm talking about the poet. Mm. And that influenced me a lot too, because Bobby Womack used to tell you a story. And I always wanted to like yeah. be able to paint that picture yeah, the way right. he did and right. listen to him and knowing that he's left-handed, I'm left-handed. Mm-hmm. And uh, he flips the guitar upside down yeah. and plays. And yeah. I flipped the guitar Paul upside down and plays. So, yeah. yeah, Paul McCartney yeah. and John uh, uh, my boy Jimmy, Jimmy Hendrix. Jimmy Hendrix, yeah. So it's yeah. like, um, just couldn't find a left hand. You, you just you couldn't, know? yeah. So it's like listening to him, like some of my favorite songs from him. That's the way I feel about you, Harry Hippie. Uh, it's a lot of things, and then I listen to a lot of Garth Brooks. Hmm. Um, a lot of folks be surprised, but country music is like soothing to me because well, it's, it tells, you talk about telling told, a story, right? It you tells know, it's a story, story yeah. like it tells a story. Um, old country music, not new country, country music. Like, country music like, now is like I like Keith Urban too. Like a lot yeah. of folks don't. I mean, I love Keith Urban. Like, what you talking about? <laughs> is there any music genres? I don't, I don't want to put it in a box, but is, is there any like form of music that just doesn't do it for you? Like, um. No, I love classical too. Like classical, yeah. I like the tones in classical because it takes like, you to a different. True classical or modern classical? True classical. Okay. I'm talking about Beethoven, Mozart, yeah. all of those. Like Bach. All, I'm talking about everybody. Like yeah. you. So it's 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 very soothing. But R and B, Isley Brothers, Stevie Wonder. That's your go to. Like, come on, man. Um, my go to to get that feeling, that emotion. Like, yeah. you have to understand. I know you understand, but yeah. a lot of folks have to understand that back in the day, they talked to the woman and told her what she meant to them. <laughs> yeah. Like in the yeah. record, now it's, it's like no mincing words <laughs> at all. Like, right. and then and they could paint a picture. They could say words and paint a picture. To make you feel like, okay, I know exactly what you mean, but you right. really didn't say that word. Okay. <laughs> right. You know. A little so, nuance. To yeah, it. yeah. Yeah. A little metaphors. Yeah. Man. But uh, it's just, that was something that shaped and molded me. Going back to writing during in the pandemic and, and things like that. Obviously, you leaned on that sort of music and 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 going back to quote unquote your roots, if you will. Yes, sir. So. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you know, going and writing in the pandemic, it's harder to find than influence because all your influencers are there, right there. Right. You know, you're forced to look be at home. For me, it was like be a stay at home dad. Right, you know? I and was like, literally oh like God. you're there with the people who are supposed to be your muse all the time to the point where now they're getting on your nerves. <laughs> you know, like it's like I need a break from you, you know, and, and you're my world and don't get me wrong. I love you so much, but right. you know, how does writing then change the way you write or did it? Um, it did for it, it. Well, it do now because yeah. you know, I have a family, I have a wife, I have kids. And, um, Is that weird? 
I'm weird to write about something other than just how a girl broke my heart. Now I have somebody that I love. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like very, very weird because I have to wait till something happened between us or we get into a little argument or something for right. me to get some inspiration to write something that heartbreaking. Yeah. Oh my God. Right. Like, and, so, it, and, and that heartbreak is, right. is you didn't do the laundry and that's where a fight broke out that you right. didn't do the laundry and it's as trivial as that. Right. What is this sock doing right here? <laughs> oh, we have kids. <laughs> <laughs> the hell? It's a sock. <laughs> it's a sock. Yeah. Right. But no, she, she, she's, uh, she's who been, left the milk out. Yeah, <laughs> I I did that. I did that. I, I did that. But yeah, I do. I, for real, man. I don't know. I think we be having some of the same experiences. Oh, like, no. I think on, I think all humans are all the exact same. Man, somebody once told me is nothing. It's only one thing going on in the world. And that's the same thing. Yeah. It's like, true. Wow. And it's so cold. That was a cold line for me. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, writing. I got inspiration from, like you said, the pandemic. It gave you time to think. Mm-hmm. And writing a movie is like the next thing that really uh, me and whatnot is really talking about. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, you know, he did have blessings in, you know, an Amazon Prime movie. Uh yeah. I'm 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 so proud of that. That that warmed my heart. Uh shout out to uh Joseph uh, e- uh Ebanks. Yeah, he he was the producer and the director and uh, the did writer they call, of the movie. Did they call you or did they call him? Uh it was kind of like uh why not? Like why not? No, he had a personal he had a personal connection mm-hmm. uh, through someone, you know. And we talked about this today, last yeah. week, so I don't want to yeah. get back into it. But, you know, yeah. it, it still got to make you feel damn good. It made me feel good, man, to go on Amazon Prime and know and, and know that I'm a, I'm a just a Did you like the movie? Cat. Yeah, I Did liked it the movie. It, it was cool. It was cool for me. It was, yeah. um, it was shot very well. It was wrote. Uh, very well. The actors was great. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just I give, think there were I, strong points in the acting. It was very strong points. There were some I weak give, points in the acting uh, too. Right, but, right. Know. But you know, I try to this try to uplift it. Come on, man. Mortal Kombat wasn't all great. Okay? And all, come on, it's, it's not ninety four, <laughs> ninety five. You know, you like, Mortal Kombat. When that CGI was just. Come on, man. It was awful. You know, we had standard definition. Like, I'm talking about standard definition. You the, knew what was CG. What you said? And the bicycle kick looked just like it just was. Just like it didn't move in the it, game. In the game, for real. It just yeah. was perfect. Like, so that was in the 90s. So, Did, Have you seen the new Mortal Kombat, by the way? Man, no. I, I've been. Okay, oh I'm going to be honest with you. It misses a lot because you want it, you know, that, that soundtrack that when right. bicycle kick or, or whatever right you know that you want those little sound effects or whoopsie right to come on the game play. oh my god doesn't happen oh my god you get some of the you know fatality you know that sort get of stuff get over here he does say that you know, oh, there's a moment uh, scorpion character says that but you know anyway the, the scorpion character in, in the Cold. 94 film was like so like must. It was so crazy how they had it set up. It yeah, was in right. the woods and all of a sudden, <laughs> it's like they in the middle of the jungle and he, yeah, right. Luke Kane and everybody walking through this jungle, Luke Kane just, and oh, all hell. of a sudden, get over here. <laughs> Man, oh my God. that was Blood. Beautiful. Right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, going back to then that movie, you want to write a movie because you feel like that's where I need to go or that's where I want to go or that's where um, everything's going. We have a, it's a story we have to tell with this whole music thing. Really? You know, it's like, we really come from 
like the bottom, like for real. Like mm-hmm. it's just, I'm not gonna say my family was dirt poor, but we was poor. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my grandmother, and my mom, we always had a you know food on our table. But my mom worked two, three jobs, like trying to make sure we was good. And she mm-hmm. always worked doubles, 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 and we was living with our grandmother. But my grandmother lived like walking distance from my mom, so right. it's like my grandmother. We started calling her mom, and we still mm-hmm. call our mom mom, but. It's mm-hmm. like mama when they both together, like mama, mama, and both of them look like, huh, huh, mm-hmm. you know, so because they don't know which one, you know, who we're talking to, but oh my god, you know, yeah. So I tell you what we'll do, we'll we'll come back to the movie because because by the way, if you're drinking at home, uh, we're drinking Modelo's. Uh, Modelo's, yes, yeah. we are. So uh, I tell you what, we're gonna go grab another. And uh, take a potty break because yes. part, uh, I guess two, because uh, I, I want to know about this movie. I, I, okay. I got to know okay. more. So, okay. so we're gonna we're gonna put a pin in it. We'll be right back. Right back. This is the Memphis Reverb. From pitch to the center circle studio, Tim Van Horn goes studs up into the soccer world where no one is safe. Check out the latest episodes at my3subspodcast.com and on the iHeartRadio app. Sending vibes for generations. This is the Memphis Reverb. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, that was a really long break. We got really philosophical during that break. Yes, we did. Uh, yeah. But anyway, okay. We're getting back to the movie. Um, because, so, all right. Premise is basically you guys. Mm-hmm. Your life. Right. Um, it's, it's a lot more towards uh, why not life as well like mm-hmm. I mean basically it's majority of it is like from telling both of our story but right. basically telling him I mean because, because you guys are, are basically hand in hand foot in foot we're, we're going the same path kind of thing right um, obviously you guys to pull the Robert Frost you you chose the you know road in the in the forest you know one less traveled kind of thing and, and you both went the less traveled route for you for each of you. Right. You know, whereas you went the producer route, writer route and everything like that, he's more in the limelight, you know? Yeah, uh, he, he writes as well. Like, he oh, writes know, as well and produces too. So. But, um, you know, you, you went that route, you right. know? Um, because you both had the, the you know, basis in the gospel, uh, you know, in gospel music mm-hmm. and playing at church and stuff like that. Um, where, where was the, where would the movie basically be an autobiography kind of like a feel to it then? Um, Cause now I'm totally interested in it. Sort of. Well, this is but a music it, podcast, it, it, but it, but sort of. Nah, nah, nah. You good, man? But it, it's it's like this. It's um the soundtrack that we wrote mm-hmm. and the songs that we write mm-hmm. together as a collective. Man, man, why not? Because um, they are a story, I guess. Right. So you know the the movie's actually off one of his songs. Like the, mm-hmm. the title of the movie is from one of his songs called Thug Him. It's mm-hmm. called Thug Hymn. Like you have a Bible, you have a you have a hymnal book, right? In, in church, H so Y M N. Yes, hymn. So hymn, hymn. yeah. So, um, which is short for hymnal, but yeah. hymnal, yeah. Right. So <laughs> he, um, we we decided to do that because if you listen to the lyrics in Thug Hymn, um, once everything comes out, when you listen to it, you can we hear a little bit. Yeah. All right. All right. Here's here's a little bit of thug him and and it will uh kind of maybe uh I don't know explain a little bit, you know, or whatever and, and we'll talk about it after we hear it. I'm I'm excited about this. Thug him. You ready? Here we go. Tired of living the thug life. Mm. 
Oh yeah. There's a price on my head. Y'all are some bad people. Music is feelings. It's a, it is. It's, it's, ex, it's expression of how you feel. Like it's a lot of things that you can't say out of your mouth, literally, but you can express it in your music. You know that that's funny. Going back to it though, it's telling a story, right? You know, and 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 you brought up country music before our break. You know, uh, right. <laughs> you, you have a country song too. You yeah, know, I don't want to get into all that. You know, I don't, <laughs> I don't know if you guys are ready for all that. Uh, but I, I'm gonna be honest with you. After hearing the country song too, send it. You need to send it. I mean, like genuinely, because here's the thing, and and this is going back to my discussion that I had with Tori Hudat. Right. Um, this is going back to like everybody that I rolls through the studio. Oh, shout out to Tori, man. Yeah. Right. Many events, many events. My girl, <laughs> she's a warrior and a great performer. But you can hear the passion. What right. makes a song good versus what makes a song great. Right. You know? And I mean, Thug, I'm, I'm down with Thug Him. You know, yeah. because it is very, and what do you categorize it at? I don't know, soul? Uh, uh, <laughs> I just, all I can say is that. It's um, not gospel. It's not gospel. It's not, it's so. Soul. But it's, it's so like, full. It's so full. It's like, uh, it's just telling the story of uh, of every, let's just say every African-American man in America. Like they, they have to understand. Is it, is it just African-Americans or is it everybody? Because quite honestly, right now, I'm going to, I'm going to fight you on that. Okay. Well, I'll give you this. The story that we was writing was based off coming up, like the struggle that we had as, you know, just in this country. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. um, we didn't, we didn't, uh, we didn't understand that it was a better way, you know, and, mm-hmm. and on the way that we thought that it was the way that we thought it was, was actually music. Like we, the better way is music for us. Okay. And we felt that. So do you it, feel like in today's world that if Loki and why not are growing up, you are kids now. Mm-hmm. in this Chauvin world and you know where where Derek Chauvin just got you know obviously the the guilty sentence he, he got just you know right, a little right, bit of justice right, right, served right, right, you right, know right. is there a different mindset then now versus when you were growing up or is it come on man I grew up in the 90s like I, I, was, well, yeah. born in, I was born in 88 I mean we had Rodney so, King you know right. like that I mean, that's that's our I'm like, you know, the funny part Where is justice was not served. Right, it was not served. The funny part is, uh, you know, I always when you say Rodney King, I always go back to that scene on Barbershop with uh Sergio and Tina. <laughs> right. You know, he was like, he's riding black drunk in a Hyundai. But I don't believe that, you know? Yeah. And I feel as if But if the, there was video back then, we would have known that was, was it that George was, Floyd? That was, right, that was that, or was it? Yeah, was there something else? To me, I feel like it was. And 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 back then, you have to understand that we are all just not just black, white, you know, mm-hmm. green, purple. Everybody has 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 some form of slavery or some form of injustice, injustice or right. struggle in their history. Mm-hmm. And the funny part about it is that we don't know our history, and to get around and understand what your history is, you start to see the word for what it really is. But I think I, and, and maybe, I, I don't know, maybe I'm just looking at it this, you know, as a white man, mm-hmm. um, you know, straight white man, mm-hmm. in my opinion, our, our fight being 30 right. somethings, right. You know, 
is we are one in the same. Mm -hmm. Our struggle is that we are having to fight what we have been taught. Been taught, right. Programmed. Versus, yeah, programmed. Right. Versus what we genuinely we feel, feel is right. <laughs> you're right, you know, you're like, right, right. I feel like justice was served here. Finally, right. we can start moving on. Mm -hmm. Or finally, we can start fighting the actual fight right. of what needs to be done. And that is, doesn't matter what the hell you look like kind of fight right and, you know? and, and that's been from day one it a matter. jerk is a jerk a jerk like you said right. like uh shit if you asshole you're asshole <laughs> right like, period right. it don't matter right. what color creed race culture <laughs> whatever. whatever the hell you right. got going on like if you an asshole i don't care i'm gonna look at you as an asshole <laughs> like i don't care what color you are like right. you're an asshole like period right, right. you are a asshole mm -hmm. like period i don't care but so. if you're a good person and and I think that's kind of what's coming through here is, right. is people are people, people you know. Are and people. I think our struggles are real, which is why I think, in my opinion, when I hear thug him, um, I take I obviously take a different approach to it, you know, because I start hearkening back different uh, feelings, different emotions, right? Um, but you know, like I, I we have different. Basis for that, but we it still speaks, you know. Right, still, I mean, it, still, but but I'm, I'm I was giving you the base on what we was thinking, as in writing the song, right, right. But what I think as a individual, as a person, I mean, I whole, I mean, I wholeheartedly agree with you. Mm -hmm. I totally agree with you. So I mean, you don't it, have to. It's just uh, uh, <laughs> you're so funny. Keep, you're right now. Come on, man. You already know. I mean, come on. You know me. <laughs> I will most definitely go against the grain. I always have. I will fight you. Come on now. You know what? I know I'm like, get out. Yeah, get out. What? Like Martin, get out. Get to step in. Like, oh my God. Like, but um, I agree. Yeah. Because it's it's to the form of like, you have to go back and research and understand what certain things mean and what certain things are. Mm -hmm. Like history repeats itself because oh, we sure. don't go back and read and understand we don't learn what from it. we don't learn from. It. We don't right. understand history. I'm not talking about American. I'm just talking about world history. People history. Right. right. If you know world history, not just your culture here in America, right. but a world history, that would be a different a lot of people have a different outlook. The crime rate wouldn't be so high because you would actually piece together what they scatter out yeah. about you yeah. and understand that, like, okay, we are start, all humans. Yeah, like, you start seeing like the level of oppression and what that means, and right? What that looks like, right? Right. Understand, like that level of oppression has been there, done that, and seen. You know, it's been there for years, yeah. and it's been there for decades and centuries. And uh, only thing, only way we can say and change it is, you know, I listen to a lot of Michael Max, and I listen to a lot of, uh, you know, uh, my boy Bill Donahue. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you heard of him mm -hmm. before, but uh, Bill Donahue is a uh, is a great psychologist. Like you know, um, and so what? Yeah, he's a white man. So what? But yeah. he, he has. It's not about him being white. Like that's that's my point right here. Right. I can love God Brooks, mm -hmm. not because he's white, right. not because of dad what, like of what country country stands, stands for. Right. Yeah, I love him because he's you know uh, he's able to. Well, I think that's that's where I was getting at is that you guys have yeah. a country song. 
right? Right. And and when I say you guys, you and and why not have a country song together? Right. And and, and it's good. It's it's really good. <laughs> and I think because it does go back to those quote unquote country roots, right? Of telling a story, right? Not the country roots as what we as a society have deemed as being country, where it's like you know re- flying the rebel flag or you right. know, Confederate flag or whatever have you. Mm-hmm. You know, it is. Telling the story, you know, and country gets a bad rap. I, I went home and I kicked my cat, you know, and the dog <laughs> ran away and, you know, I got pissed drunk or whatever. You know, he was telling a story. Right. At the root of it. Right. And yeah. that's what make it so interesting. Like that country is like a genre of music, which I hate to call it a genre of music. Mm-hmm. Country is just it's, it's the soul of a man that I feel like so has. So are y'all country R&B? We're country R&B. Or maybe Did we just make more, a genre? We just really did. Like <laughs> country to me is just like, it's, it, 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 it tells country a story. Soul. Country soul? It's country soul. Could that be it? That could be it. I don't you know. know, I don't know. We're I mean, running up the flagpole and see what We're trying to see exactly what uh, genre we can come up with because, you know, each genre was created. It was just oh, no. it was just music back in the day then. We're going to call this rhythm and blues. Right. We're going to call this rock. The hell does that mean? The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> rock. I was looking down on the ground and like, okay, rock. Yeah, I don't, I don't get rock? that either. But whatever. Rock. Okay. Hard. Rock. Hard. Hardest rock. Oh, rocks are dumb. They don't go. To, uh, wow. Yeah, okay. We get dumb when we get rocked uh, out. Okay. You yeah. know how we drink and yeah. yeah, you know the party type. No, like, that makes so, sense to me. Right. Yeah. So that kind of like way I looked at it, like okay, rock and their R and B. Yeah. Rhythm and blues. Okay. Listen to the baseline. Although I think, <laughs> yeah, okay, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling that. Yeah, I mean, listen to the baseline. Boots, boots, You're gonna move. You're gonna fucking move. Like regardless of what. Like, oh my god, that's that Maxwell. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for real. Like, and then you know you can hear a certain breath. So where did rap come from? Rap came from a sample. <laughs> a sample of 1979. Yeah. But people got to understand. Ice T was doing it before it was like man, it, it's been it's been been there done that. Been there. Ice T was doing it in the late early early seventies or something yeah. like that. You know, and, and they didn't know what to categorize it as. Like yeah. like you say, they had to put things in a box. Well, you know, what's funny is like you know it started a scat. You know where mm-hmm. you know blues are or uh, jazz artists and just start putting like words to it that's what they do that's <laughs> what they did like you're right and then it comes from to me like jazz it, rap has a lot of different elements in it but yeah. you know James Brown is the most sampled artist so yeah. they tell you that that funk yeah is exactly where that bass line comes from. from I appreciate uh, Boosie Collins <laughs> for that funk you yeah. know and you know the Ohio players back in the day you know you have to mm-hmm. listen to those bass lines and um Parliament Parliament Funkadelic Clint Come on, man, George Clinton. Like, he, there's never a realer guy that I've ever talked to in my life. Oh my God, the funk master, man. Yeah. The psychedelic funk yeah. master. Like, oh, come on. Why must I feel like that? Why must I chase the cat? Come on, man. What was you? What was he on when he came up with that? The, the atomic I, well, dog. I'll, t- I'll come tell you on, exactly man. what he was on. I know. Never mind. <laughs> you know, rated R. <laughs> I tell you what. Uh, this has been uh, too much fun. We will uh, reconvene when that movie comes out okay mm-hmm. uh, when you guys are ready to release that movie we'll uh, we'll do a whole thing 
Uh, I know this is a music podcast, but right. that, that movie's based on music, so we're going to talk about it. Damn it. For sure, man. Uh, and it's my show. Uh, but I tell you what, we're going to take a break. When we come back, let's dive into your top five that you're digging right now. Okay. And uh, we'll talk about what you got coming out, okay, besides the movie. Right. Sound good? Sound good. Let's do it. Let's do it. This is the Memphis Reverb. This is the Memphis Reverb. excited about this top five list. I mean, you threw out a whole bunch of genres and artists and stuff like that during when we were talking. Right. So, uh, I think that our top five is going to be pretty what we'll call eclectic. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's do this. You know how I love my top five list. Let's do a low-key top five. We're counting them down. Countdown. All right, here we go. In at number five, Mulray. Am I saying that right? I thank you. Mulray. Yeah, man, shout out to him, man. I like his story. I love his story. Yeah, me too. It's called Quicksand. <laughs> You guys in this, and this is listed as hip hop rap. So, he's so much, he's so much more than what what they send he is. Like you can hear it in his voice. I like his song. I, like, I just love it. More a quicksand in at number five. Let's go to number four, which just so happens to be Miss Nina Simone. Don't let me be misunderstood. That Nina Simone, don't let me be misunderstood. And yes. number four, uh, number three, uh, come on, man, Al Green, how can you mend a broken heart? Come, come on, on this is like classic kind of stuff. Most definitely, myth is on. Yeah, it's Marcus, all but we claim, and we claim 100%. Yeah, I can think of younger days, yes, sir. Living for my life. Al Green is like one of those like timeless kind of yeah. artists, you know, kind of thing. Uh, number two, a little bit more recent, but still Memphis. Come on, man. A lot like, of people don't know this, but still very Memphis when it comes to Bruno Mars, Anderson Peck. Hey, and Anderson Peck, 100 percent. Yeah. Underrated. Underrated. Like, so oh my God. Yeah. Leave Shout the, out to both of them. Yeah. Leave the door open. She's autistic, and uh, her name is Maya, and I love her to death. I love all my nieces and nephews. But um, 
she's so special because she loves like music comes her. Oh yeah. But the she power, knows that song from <laughs> I'm talking about, man. Oh my God. She knows that song like the back, like she wrote it. Yeah. And she's nothing but five. Man, I love it. Like it's so beautiful. I love it. Yeah. And, and number one, I think this is very fitting. Number one is I think uh your coup de gras right here. Yeah. Is, is a little bit of why not blessings. Right. Yes. I listen to this every morning before I go, you know, get yeah. go to work. Like, yeah, you know, very spiritual person. Love the Lord. I mean, how can you not? Come on, man. Man, I love it. All right, there you go. There's uh, the low key top five. Uh, I'm a, a fan of all of them. I can't yes. say, I'm, you know, I haven't heard any of them. You know? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, man. Uh, what you got coming up? Uh, we're working on a lot of new stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, um, we got a lot of new things coming out. Uh, besides the movie and trying to. You get know, that get underway. The, get that on the, you know, like off the ground. Like we have it off the ground. Like you know, just writing scripts and stuff like, like that. Written scripts and stuff like that. Yeah, just writing Good. certain things, um, jotting down ideals and understanding stuff like that. But um, yeah. yeah, cool man. Yeah, man. I, I, um, well, keep us up to date when that movie starts. You know, growing some legs and starts uh, hitting some yes. Sundance Film Festival oh, yeah. and all that other stuff. Country song too. Like we, we man, that's that gonna be song. our next release. Really. I can't wait till we get approval to start playing that. You know, right? You know? That, that's that's gonna be our next release. A lot of folks hadn't heard it. I, I'm excited. Nobody about really that. heard it. Duh. Get ready but, for uh, <laughs> for a little country. Why not? And low key, right? Uh, but man, this has been fun catching up, uh, getting real on the podcast up next speaking of getting real I go to second grade with the next guest wow uh, we out oh you speaking of second grade let's go to first grade with me like <laughs> I was in first grade when I was coming into radio I was a newbie yeah. you know so my first event was party crashes with this guy oh, my yeah, guy man. Brody and I'm talking about he took me on his wing <laughs> um, so it's, it's like we have a lot of history a lot of folks don't know like we have so much history mm-hmm. like it was the first one to introduce me to the fun side of radio like for real like <laughs> when we could still have fun when we could still have fun yeah. and um I appreciate it man I was in radio for what six years five six years yeah it was the best part You're of my baby life baby still like, I was like t- I had it in radio at 22 and <laughs> I'm 33 now so just yeah. think about it I've Oh yeah! Shout out to Devin Steele. Shout out to Percy T. Percy T. Yeah, Percy I'm have Percy T. T on the show. Percy T. About that. Percy T's been very instrumental in my life when it comes. I can't to wait. I can't wait for everybody stuff. to understand the Percy T. Effect. Right. The Percy T. Effect. He is so like he's like heaven sent. Yeah. Like, to be honest with you, uh, he took a chance on me. I actually mm-hmm. produced a couple songs for him, and yeah. that's what actually. Got out, built that relationship because mm-hmm. the first time I produced something for him, you know, he tried to pay me, and I was like, "No, nah, man, it's straight, man. Just you know, what is this? Like, just yeah, put some nice on it and just give me my credits and give me my points at the end, you know, on right. the back end. Like, I'm I'm one of these producers." 
trust me, I want I want my paper. But <laughs> well, yeah. you know, if you're willing to pay me to buy the track wholesale, then okay, yeah, you can buy it. Right. You know, you can have it. It's yours. Right. Uh, but if I feel like that this track and the song that you have with it can actually be something and mm-hmm. I know that you have the, you know, opportunity to just push it and you have the yeah. people around you to grow legs, to help that song grow legs. I don't just want a one time payment. Right. Like you we have to put my name on we it. We have to split sheet this. Yeah, we have right. to work out certain things, you know. So well, how can people get a hold of you? Um Facebook. Um, my name is Demetrius Yancey on Facebook. Demetrius yeah. Lowkey Yancey, whichever one you want to type in. I have two pages on Facebook. Uh Instagram. You're so um, big you got two pages. No. So small. <laughs> <laughs> so big and small. Oh, well, so big. So big. So big that I'm not big. <laughs> right. I like that. Um, but uh, Instagram uh, is D Yancey. Mm-hmm. D Y N C E Y underscore on the beat. Uh, that's my Instagram. D Yancey on the beat. Yeah, D Yancey on the beat. Yeah, that's me. Like um, that. But, um, Lots yeah. of stuff coming Lots out. Lots of stuff, man. man. Uh, Big Frank. Big yeah, Frank. Big Frank Gilbert. Man. I thank you, man. And RIP to uh, Brandon Washington. He mm-hmm. gave me an opportunity that, you know, he actually hired me at uh, iHeart. And uh, he was very instrumental in my yeah. life as well. Frank as well. Uh, world famous Kyle and rest in peace. Yeah. Like, they was like my friends. Uh, Nate Boogie, everybody. Like, you you got to understand 007. The bell ringer. Come on, man. I, I was just finna say his I name. Stan Bell. Stan Bell. Like, Stan Bell, the man. Like, he, he was the guy. That, yeah. that also took me on the wing Oh yeah He always say Yo baby Yo baby They know what that means Them capitals know what that means So <laughs> I mean I'm not one But right. I, I understand what that means Right So But um Yeah Shouts out to everybody That uh Ever Did anything for me And that was there for me most definitely Brody uh, He <laughs> broke my first record On radio um, Which was like Solely produced by me Yep uh, And Why not Which was And now blessings. it's in movies And now it's everywhere <laughs> And I, I wanted to be As Everywhere I, I feel like that That song is like Nominated Should be nominated for A Grammy I think so too Because if people Really listen to it like, don't, don't get me wrong My production has changed From six years ago Right uh, I have a way Better sound Than I did Six years ago um, There's something about That lo- lo-fi Almost sound To it Yeah It's it just Gave it some It's that meat. 90s feel yeah. Like I Jody C And all that stuff Like yeah. trust me R&B groups Played a lot of Big part A big part In my You know Transition yeah. too When when it comes to Music And transitioning Over to country And then trying To do blues And yeah. then do rock And let's Add an element Of this to this But yeah it's It's been a It's been a joy man I, I'm excited about where it's going. Uh, like I said, though, up next, I uh, go back to second grade with this uh, producer. He is literally all over the place on the map. Uh, he's doing reggae and stuff like that with, right. uh, with, with a bunch of cats. So we, I can't wait to dive into his story now, where we came from. Ryan Williamson, Rikies, is coming. Uh, we'll be doing it via Skype because, you know, he's out in L.A. He's a big-time cat. Oh, But there's a reason for it. So, yes, we'll be on Skype next week with our next guest, Ryan Williamson. Until then, uh, we're out. Peace and love. Peace and love. The Memphis Reverb Podcast, hosted by Brody Scott. Recorded, produced, and edited by Brody Scott. 
Like and follow us on your favorite social media at Memphis Reverb. If you'd like to be featured on the show, just email us at memphisreverb at gmail.com. Find more episodes by searching Memphis Reverb. This is a Brody Scott production. Daddy, daddy.